What's up and welcome to the Music Hustlers Podcast, the show with real-world advice on how to take your band to the next level. My name is Kenny, I'll be your host. Today I've got my oldest friend, good pal, vocalist of It's All Grizzly, Justin, or Dipper Satterfield. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good. Um, it's weird people call you Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that it's weird to be that people call you Dipper. So. Yeah, it's just, we've known each other before we, nicknames and personas have happened. Yeah, yeah. We we knew each other. Who uh, we've known each other for like 12, 13 years now. Oh yeah, dude. We were we've known each other since uh, Lauren Battle was still a band. Oh yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Lauren Battle. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> but uh, that's cool, man. So. Like I said, you're in It's All Grizzly. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about It's All Grizzly. Um, so we're based out of Tempe. Um, we're a southern metal band, I would consider us. Um, we talk about just overcoming obstacles in life, which is, I feel like, an essential part of life. Yeah. If you don't grow from the tragedies that you've had in your life, you'll never know who you become. Yeah. Realistically. like, And that's what uh, It's All Grizzly is all about. It's in the name itself. It's all good in the end, realistically. As long as you're not going to jail, or you didn't kill anybody. Yeah, I think you're doing yeah. pretty well for yourself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I like that, man. I like how I mean, I'm friends with you on Facebook and all that, and you're always posting the positivity stuff. You're always, you know, really, really kind with people, and I like that. I talk about being nice to people and and you know hustling at the same time, and I, I think I think you're one of those guys doing that. So I think I think the real way to hustle is be nice. Like I don't think it's cutthroat business, because yeah. like realistically, like you'll cut you'll fuck people over and if you do it early enough in your career that you fuck somebody over you're done yeah you're done there's some people who get farther in life that can still fuck people over because they have a good name behind them but they don't know behind the scenes of that person yeah i feel that i don't want to be that person i don't want to be the guy that's like after you because you did something cool like it's it's not cool man like i don't i don't get that like just be nice to your fellow musician because they made it somehow yeah yeah. with their hard work yeah and that that's one thing like i i uh i think i was talking to adam ramey about it and uh, he was saying how, like, whenever, you know, one of our homie bands gets big or whatever, like, people will trash them. But, like, no, like, we should fucking support our friends, you know, support our peers, the people who, who made it. Agreed. And, uh, Agreed. you know, maybe even ride their coattails, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you got talent and they're like, yeah, just come with us and fucking do it. Like, I mean, your homie, it does if they want to help you out. Like, but don't expect that. Like, realistically, if your homie makes it, don't expect them to be like, hey, come with us. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, because realistically, sometimes it's not even up to them. Yeah. It'll come yeah. down to the label, their management, and stuff like that. And sometimes they can give you a shout-out, and that's yeah. the coolest thing they yeah. can do for you. But don't expect to be like, hey, that tour you got coming up. Yeah, no, I feel Let that. Let me get on that. It's I just feel- like, no, dude, it's like we have management now that we yeah. have to follow. Like, it's, And that's when I've noticed that. Like, back in our day, like, yeah. when we first started, that was kind of a thing. Like, yeah. one band would get big, and then, then, you know, another band would try to, like, ride like ride their coattails but not in a good way like yeah. try to like hey you remember when we played all those shows together and i did yeah. all those things for you like now it's my turn for yeah. you to like help me out that's bullshit no no i feel that man i feel that so uh let's talk a little bit i mean we've been friends a long time so let's let's talk about the the journey man that brought us here oh, Again, shit, uh, dude. so wait 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 we met when uh you were in friends 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 burning friends burning friends that yeah. was uh when the fix was still around. Yeah, dude. Oh, fuck. I love, dude. I, I love the fix though. Oh, dude, the fix was like my favorite fucking venue back in the day, and the one place. You remember the one place? Dude, that's I haven't heard that name in a long dude. time. Oh, dude, man. fuck. That was that place was awesome. The Circa fix, what, like two thousand eight? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. Easy, easy. Oh. Uh, 
I don't think Kryptonite Productions wasn't around at that uh, time. No, just, yeah. that was I was doing irony back then. That's irony right. Productions, yeah, and then Kryptonite Entertainment started up in like 2011. I love Kryptonite. Oh, oh God, yeah. dude, I love Kryptonite so yeah. much. You put on the best shows <laughs> ever. I tried, man. I tried. Dude, they were big too. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've booked a, f- a few, few notable people. Uh, Kublai Khan, Swordin. Yeah, the yeah. King Conquer. <laughs> Thank God, uh, just to name drop a little bit. <laughs> and you should you should name drop. You should be proud of the stuff that you've done previously because it brings you here. No, yeah, absolutely. No, I I'm I'm very thankful for for being able to book shows and all that. Like I did, I it taught me a lot. You know, I learned a whole lot doing it, and I got you know quite a bit of connections from it. So I can't even can't even complain. That's how we met. So it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were that was before you were doing music too. You were, you were just kind yeah, of well, promoting at that time. Yeah, I mean, and, and looking for a band. I I've been a musician since I was twelve. But that was before I was like playing in bands. I didn't actually play in bands until I was like, well, I think my first band was 15. I was in this band called Some Kind of Massacre. We played a show at uh, at the clubhouse back before it closed down. It, we, but we played we played a side stage, so it wasn't the actual like clubhouse stage. But I was I was hyped because I was like, yeah, I played the fucking clubhouse. <laughs> it still doesn't matter. Like that's still like an achievement nowadays. It's like, yo, dude, I played the clubhouse, and everybody's like, what the fuck's the clubhouse? Yeah, dude. You that, mentioned it, and no one has any idea. Back then, though, that shit was like fucking top notch. That was the place to go. I like I never got to go there when I uh, I forgot when it closed, but I stopped going to shows periodically for a minute because yeah. I had kids. Yeah, and then, that happens. But I never got to drink there, man. Oh, like, dude. That makes me really sad. That no, kills my fucking heart. I it closed before I turned twenty one, but oh, yeah. the, uh, the the fucking the clubhouse was the shit though. I loved that place, dude. Oh man, I saw the the first show I ever went to there was actually it was my first show ever. It was fucking uh, two thousand and six, I believe, and it was fucking uh, bless the falls EP release, their first ever EP. I remember those motherfuckers walking around Superstition Mall oh, and, being like, and be like, yeah. hey, we're blessed to fall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who's I'm that? Not, I'm not saying anything bad about them. It was just like at that time, I was just like, I don't know. Like, cool, man. I guess I'll come check you out. Like, True as fuck, man. I never went, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, over the years, man, you've, uh, you've shown a lot of dedication and a lot of, like, you know, grit. I've seen you, you know, come from friends burning friends and then right to bear arms and all that. And, uh, yeah, we've... We'll, we'll not talk about that. <laughs> no, it was a fun experience because you were in the band in the beginning of it, and I don't think without you I would have... Because, like, Friends Burning Friends was fun for me, but I lost a lot of confidence after it broke up. Uh, I feel that. So, and then we started Right to Bear Arms, and it was me and Steven, and then you came and joined the project, and I feel like I gained a lot of confidence from having you in the band as a double vocalist. Oh, which, uh, it never been relayed, but I, I, over the time, like, I realized that Without you, I don't think I'd gain the confidence that I would have had back then to be like a crazy asshole and jump off stage because you would do it too. Like, oh. and then, then you, then you were like, "Well, I want to go leave and do something else," and that was cool. And I love what because you want to be heavier. Yeah, we were, I, I'm mind you, man. like right to bare arms was like a day to remember style band. Yeah, like yeah. it was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the musicians, the musicians we had were great. You guys were great. I just like looking back on it, like, fuck, oh, dude, I hate that music, man. I. Hate hate what we made because it was like that's not me anymore yeah i feel that i mean i get that i'm i i haven't really listened to anything like old right to bear arms in a while but i'm sure i feel the same way yeah no it's not good <laughs> like, and plus like when we were writing that music it's like we were angsty teenagers mad at oh, girls mad, mad at girls mad at mad, girls mad at the world i get it dude then i fucking never uh, want to go back but let's talk let's talk about developing your sound because i feel like over the years you know we've 
both had trial and error. We both spent a lot of time, you know, on different genres and different types of bands. But I feel like now, at this point in our lives, we're both kind of like, okay, these are the sounds we like. These are these are what we want to play. Um, what is it that like really drove you to southern metal? Uh, the sound, the what you can talk about, like how kind of like. So like every time my every time I die is my favorite band and I kind of look at his like they have that southern undertone then I look at Mailings and Sons of Disaster and they'll talk about like bigger issues in a tongue in cheek sort of way yeah. like and I really like that and plus like the party aspect and just kind of the groove of it like is what I want to do because a lot of shit out there is like technical and like you have to be this you know really like low vocalist or have like these gnarly highs to kind of like be a part of this scene and. I don't have to do that. I can go with like weird yells and like a weird style of vocal that fit to me and pertain to me that I feel comfortable doing. Yeah. And just the music just makes me hype, dude. Like I've never felt like this about any genre I've ever played. Yeah. But it took me a long time to get here. Yeah. Like it realistically took me a long time to get here because like right to bare arms, like yeah, I like I like the easy core stuff, but I thought it was cool at the time too. Like yeah. let's be realistic. We did think it was cool to do that type yeah. of music at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But then you grow out of it and you realize it's not what you want to do. And I understand why a lot of people left that project. And, like, I tried to bring it back a few times, but then I realized, like, it's just not worth it in the end. Like, what happened has happened and it's dead. Like, let it stay dead. Like, we never made a huge impact on it. Maybe four people like the songs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason to bring it back. Yeah. But I don't want to go down that road either because I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. I mean, Southern Metal to me is being, like, showing an a, a, a adult grown-up side of who I am and what yeah. I have become. Yeah, I feel that. Just like you going like super heavy, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, Jenny from the block was heavy. Oh, dude, dude, Jenny, Jenny was Jenny was heavy. Like, don't get me wrong, I love playing Jenny, but um, just wait. Oh, dude, I can't wait. I was like, <laughs> like I said on your post, I was like, I really, I really want to hear what you have to say because I feel like as a musician and a vocalist and as a lyricist, you have grown tremendously. Like, thanks, man. Yeah. But you're, and you've always written catchy stuff, like. Right. I can't believe I'm going to say this and forgive me, but like twinkle, twinkle, little horror, close your legs. <laughs> that was a catchy little thing, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to edit this part out. No, so. that's why. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was, you know, back in the day, from where it came from, that was a catchy thing. Like, yeah, and I really. No, yeah, with I mean, I don't know. Catchy lyrics are fun, man. I've always felt like whenever I'm writing lyrics, I write to like, you know, really. Um, like I, I put myself in someone who's listening to its shoes, you know, and I say like, how would the like, how would I respond if I heard this song the first time? And uh, that's that's how I've always like written catchy. I guess I just like try to make them flow as good as possible. I'm sorry, like I don't know if anybody can hear this, but there's a band playing next. Oh to yeah, us and there there is a band playing. So uh, they're jazzy as fuck, dude, and I can't like help them. You know? <laughs> No, but yeah, no, and I totally but, uh, get that. Like from your standpoint, like I like that idea. Is like how so would someone feel if they heard this line? Would it be cut, cut on their head, or yeah. would it not be caught in their head? Would yeah. they just forget that it ever existed? Yeah, yeah, and that's. I mean, I've always had you know a love for heavy. I I don't know why. Like I just I just really like the like angry aggressive shit, and so. You know what I noticed is like people will tell you like the, the more you get older, the more you gravitate to the softer stuff. That's a fucking lie, dude. Yeah. Like, I think as we've gotten older, we've gravitated to more actually heavier yeah, stuff. It's, it's, yeah, uh, You've gotten more, like, I don't know, like, slam, like, the brutal, like, really just, like... Breakdown stuff. Yeah, and then I've gotten, like, more thrashy, like, 
like southern like weird just like shit like i love thrash metal like municipal waste is like one of my favorite yeah. bands yeah. and if i would have back then and told me that like oh go check out municipal waste i probably would have laughed at you yeah like, yeah no i feel that man back you know when we were playing a day to remember music <laughs> i don't even like a day to remember that much yeah. like i think i have like maybe an album worth of songs that uh, i actually enjoy by them uh, and they have like seven albums i mean they're 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 like good for what they are oh yeah like, like i'm not don't I'm not, i don't hate them i just <laughs> not my type of music anymore <laughs> Excuse me. That was um, oh, thank you. <laughs> Sick, man. So, uh, what's what's it's all Grizzly up to right now? So right now we're pre we're sitting on an unreleased track. We're waiting for this whole fucking ordeal to blow over so we can go shoot with John Hessemeyer. Yeah. Um, we have a new song called "Into the Trees" with Aaron from An Awful Mess, and oh, then nice. one of my favorite people in the entire scene, <laughs> which I'm probably gonna talk about him for a good ten minutes, is Brandon from American Standards. Yeah. God damn, do I love that man. Like, <laughs> so, as I came back into the scene, there's always one band that I was like, this guy's more nuts than I will ever be on stage, and that's Brandon. Brandon is a crazy person on stage. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen American Standards Live, but god damn, that kid can move. And I'm like, how do you not run out of breath? Because, like, <laughs> like, two songs in, I'm already huffing and puffing. He's yeah. like, no, dude, I'm good. Like, let's fucking party. And I'm like, all right, I want to... Uh, can we party together? <laughs> and then he'll party, and then I'll probably be out like by myself. Like I'm going home, I'm going to bed. But uh, American Standards is probably one of the my most influential bands out here. That kind of like gave me the idea to come back because I was gonna stop for a while. Like I had kids and shit, like, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, and I was going through a tough time before yeah. all this happened, and uh, just had to get over a bunch of shit and Cancer Eater by American Standards fucking helped me a lot because I wasn't over my dad's death so that song pertains you know to the same thing yeah. dealing with that kind of issue and that really kind of like gave me the idea to like move past it and then I really started like growing on American Standards and like I wanted to learn more about them and then I actually met Brandon and Brandon's probably one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in the entire scene he'll welcome you with open arms oh yeah I mean, you just recently met him, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've seen him in, throughout the scene for a while, but I, I just recently, like, actually met him in person. And, uh, yeah, no, dude's, dude's super sweet, super nice guy, really kind. And so, if you can ask about his tour stories, do it. Like, oh, he yeah. went on a store with, like, a tour with Steak Sauce Mustache, and then he showed me all the weird venues that they played in. Like, they played in the fucking roller rink, where in the middle they're playing, and then people were fucking roller skating around them. It was oh, the craziest nice. fucking shit oh, I've ever dude, seen. that's them. tight. So I was like, I'd like, to, I'd like to talk to him on here about that. So uh, Brandon, what's up? Yeah, he'll, he'll come in. He'll, he'll do it. He's like, if you ask him, he's like, can I get beer? Like, yeah, there's beer. Let's do this. So the, Let's do it, man. Let's do it. But, uh, the scene in general, as we're talking about Brandon, the scene in general is amazing out here right oh, now. Oh yeah, dude. There's a lot of really sweet people out here. Dude, uh, you and Jake just showed up at the house to do None to No One's music video. Yeah, yeah. None to No One. Shout out. Yeah. And Jake. And Jake. You know, Jake. The dad smile life. on the center. Dad life. Dude, smile on the center is fucking. Dude, smile on the center is killing he's, it right He's now. tough. Dude, Jake's gotten tougher over the years. Oh, like, dude, yeah. His, <laughs> his mean face has gotten meaner yeah. and meaner and meaner until he just, like, I was like, I don't even want to look at him. He's going to kill me now, dude. I remember, I remember back in the day, I used to be like, how could this little guy get those, you know, those big ass screams out of him and then like now that he's older I'm just like I see it like, he still puts me into shame like oh, yeah, you know, no, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it says like 
We'll always be, we'll always progressively get better, but Jake will always be like <laughs> he'll always be better than us. <laughs> like, Dude, what's up? But like the music that we do, that's why our styles fit so well. Yeah, so, like yeah, I feel that he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, though. he's just he's Jake, man. Yeah, he's Jake. He's been around a long time. Like <laughs> he has, man. And he's grown as a, everybody's grown as a person out here too. Like the yeah. whole scene as yeah. a whole has like. So if you look back from when we like started, there was a lot of animosity. Dude. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of cutthroat attitudes. Yeah, it, like it's still, it's still kind of like that, but it's definitely we've gotten more like united as a group. You yeah, because we don't want to. I don't think we should take that bullshit anymore. I don't think like those old those old hidden like rumors and like people talking shit. If you've got a problem, settle it. If you don't like that person, then yeah. don't talk to him. Like just yeah. leave it like squash. Like you might see them in the shows, but it doesn't mean you have to interact with them. Yeah, you don't. I feel that. I feel that, We're grown-ups now. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. handle shit like men, you know, fucking, uh, if you got an issue with someone, just tell them what's up and then move on. You know? That's, uh... <laughs> that's Sorry. What... Sorry to go on tangents here about, like, <laughs> weird shit, but... <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. No, I, I, uh, I like that, though. I believe that, uh, whenever, you know, there's an issue with someone, you should just automatically just fucking so, put it out in the air and then move on. Yeah, like, um... Bryce, who's an illicit now, like he was in Right to Bear Arms after, you know, me, me and him kind of stuck with it. Oh, Bryce, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like, I, I kind of held, held a grudge against him. Like, that was my own personal beef that I shouldn't have held. Yeah. I reached back out to him, like, we're friends now. Like, I, nice. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry for whatever happened. He's like, it's cool, man. Like, we're good. So, like, that, like, if you hold such, like, weird grudges from years and years, like, let him go at this point. Like, yeah. Unless like they killed your sister, then like, yeah. <laughs> then like, but, uh, you know, there's then you don't have to forgive them. Don't try to kill them. You know, maybe kill them. Give it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're in heavy music. We're in just heavy just music. see him in a pit. See what happens. Yeah, see you in a pit. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like some grudges are just you should just get over. Yeah. No, I yeah. feel that man. I I de- like I believe that holding a grudge is just I don't I don't really like to hold on to negativity. You know, it's, I think I think positivity is the way to go. And like, you know, if you're trying to get ahead in life holding a grudge from the past like ultimately the past is the past there's nothing you can do about it there's nothing you can do to change it all you can do is focus on your present and hopefully create a better future and um if you're holding on to grudges and shit that's just you know it's just negative it's negative negative energy that no one really needs man and that Um, shit reflects on you too like if you're holding so much like dead weight with you yeah as i'm gonna call it like it does put a stress on your body and it does make you like not people notice that you're like upset all the time or something's always bothering you and it's something that should be so non-sequential that you yeah. should just let it go instead of let it kill you essentially let yeah. it like let it eat you from the inside out yeah put that shit into your music yeah but that that's exactly why we do music or that's why you listen to music is so you have an outlet to get that shit out of your fucking body absolutely if you hold it in, you bottle it up. Like that's what I did for years. I'm yeah. sure you did it too. No, like, yeah, I, I held on to a lot of shit for a long time. And, and I, you became a power gig. You really yeah, did. Like did. you, like one day you just snap and yell at somebody for no yeah. fucking reason. And they're like, "What's wrong?" You're like, "I just had." Yeah, you just explode. And then, and then you tell them what's up, and they're like, "That's that's no reason to be mad, man." Like, yeah, it's, it's over not valid, bro. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. I feel that for sure. Um, cool, man. So, I like to. Uh, end every interview with one specific question and that is if you could give a piece of advice to a new hustler out there someone just trying to break into the music industry what would it be um be kind be nice and do hard work man like hard work is essentially the thing that's going to pay off the most it takes time it takes effort it really honestly takes time and content and good content 
if you keep putting stuff out and you keep showing and growing, people are going to gravitate towards you. Don't be so cutthroat. And there was one thing that Adam said in your last podcast that I really agree with. You can go outside your local scene, dude. You can gravitate towards anywhere. You, but just be nice, be nice to your locals. That's all I ask. But also grow outside your local scene too. Don't all stay inside your local scene. Make outside connections outside Arizona or wherever you live so other people hear your music and other people can spread you because word of mouth is still the most powerful thing in the entire world. I spread every other band, even if they're not in our state, so the word of mouth is the biggest thing and everybody can grow towards them. That's my biggest piece of advice is just try, keep putting content out, and look outside your scene as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I feel like uh, we live in an age with the internet, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I, I feel like too many people will try to focus on just simply the uh, the local scene or, or, you know, around their house when you can literally put your shit online and you can even do a target ad on Facebook to fucking San Diego or, you know, Las Vegas or whatever. Um, and I feel like more people, more bands need to start to catch on to that. So that, yeah, that's a, that's good advice, man. That's yeah, I mean, like, yeah, love your local scene, but there's more outside here. Than yeah, absolutely. And, and also be kind, like, you know, don't be a dick. No one's gonna want to work with an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm no sorry. one wants to work with an asshole. It's true, man. Like, if you're, I mean, like, if you're in a band and you're, you know, touring or you're, you're just playing local shows, even being an asshole, you get a reputation for it. Oh, and it and, and it sticks with you for a long time. Yeah, it sticks with you, man. Like I, I used to be one. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. yeah we, so. And and from being at that asshole state till now of what we are. That if we weren't that asshole, we wouldn't be who we are now because we've never been the experience that we needed to grow from. Yeah, it's it's true, man. And like like that's the thing is like I don't, I don't you know, I don't look negatively on any of my past. Like no. I I'm glad that I went through the things I did to bring me to who I am today. Like yeah, of course I've made mistakes over the years, but it's like if I hadn't made those mistakes, I wouldn't have learned those lessons, you know. So. Oh, dude, I completely agree, one hundred percent. That's yeah. why I love you. That's yeah. why I'm like, I'm fucking proud of you, man. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Kenny. <laughs> but, all right. Course, Thanks for man. having me of on, course, man. Dude. I really yeah, appreciate it's it. Yeah, been, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I fucking love you. I love you, buddy. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna fucking make out after this. Yeah. The campers are off. Hey, I'm gonna get me back on here with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, all right, Brandon, what's up? You gonna come oh, on? Or? Yeah, there you go. We'll do it together. We'll hold each other's hand. I'll even wear my sick invite shirt. With Brandon's face on it, so twice the Brandon. <laughs> Dude, yes, I'm about it. I'm about it. Oh, that sounds awesome. All right, man. Where can they uh, Where can they find you? So you can find us on uh, Facebook. It's all Grizzly. Um, we're on YouTube. We have one music video out called Beast of the Night, and then we have another song called uh, Same Sense Different Devil. Facebook, YouTube, Bandcamp. Just look up. It's all Grizzly. You'll find us. And then probably in the next months when this all blows over, we'll have a new music video for you. But thank you, Keenan, for having us on. Of course, dude. Of course. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you. Hustlers, thanks for hanging out with us as we talked about being kind and just kind of some stories of the past and how to move on and become a better person and better musician overall. Excellent. Of course. <laughs> Hustlers, if you want to check me out, go to... Uh, yeah, fuck, I fucked that up. <laughs> if you want to check me out, you can follow me on Instagram at the Kenny Ferris. You can also follow the Music Hustlers podcast, both on Instagram and Facebook at Music Hustlers Podcast. And you can check out my new website, thekennyferris.com. I have snippets of this podcast. I have a bunch of new content, all kinds of cool stuff on it. So go check it out. 
We're out of here. Peace. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man.